The feminine frequency is flowing in constantly. Welcome, sexy goddess. The feminine energy and frequency is rising again on this planet, and so is humanity. Here on The Frequency with Venus, you will discover deeper meaning to your relationships, sexuality, and pussy, helping you align as a super attractor, covering topics around pleasure, love, sex, and relationships. I'm so excited for you to be here, and as your host, Venus, I'm here to help activate you into a deeper pleasure and love in your life that you are so worthy of. Hello and welcome back to The Frequency with your host Venus. I am so excited for our guest today. There's chocolate, there's just like so much going on. So my beautiful friend Aaron Moon is here. He is a men's coach and here to talk about so many beautiful things on mastering polarity, what men need from women right now and just all his juicy offerings. So, right. including the chocolate. I want to know about the chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Okay, so what kind of chocolate do we have? This is magical. Well, I was first introduced to. Let's open it first. Oh my god! Do you hear the sounds? Like, what is that? SMR. <laughs> Hu, getting back to human. I love these oh chocolates. I worked as a pastry chef and a chocolatier for some time, and this is such a beautiful offering. Because it really does honor the plant as much as possible in a delectable creation like this. So for all of you listening, I think it's called ASMR where it's like you're listening to these sounds and that's what you're getting right now. Because you're not here visually, but this is like, I'm super excited. I'm like a little kid. I'm sweating. It's just like, I can't. (laughs) It's melted a little bit. It's soft. (laughs) And pliable and oh just feels gosh. so, so good. beautiful. It's so sexy. Oh my goodness. And it's my favorite one, the hazelnut. Oh, uh, you know. Okay, I'm going to take this cute little boo-boo one. Cheers. We're eating chocolate. Cheers. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you we so were much. just about to record and he's like, wait. <laughs> I'm going to get the best part. Yeah. So, mmm. Mm. Chocolate and hazelnut. Maybe not for everybody, but it is for me. Mm. How can mm. you not like hazelnut? Mm. Hazelnut is like the queen of Nutella. Mm. You know so what good, I mean? So good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. Uh, this hazelnut and chocolate combination mm. was introduced to me by a beautiful chef. Uh, chef, if you're listening, we know Baggio, you know, mm. master chef from Italy, mm. who suggested mm. that I just put some toast in. I love how you're enjoying this. I'm so happy right now. Toasted hazelnuts. Uh, into mm. uh, the chocolate sauce that I was creating for an event. Mm. And it turns out he was right. It's oh just God. so omnivorous and, and beautiful and kind of has this dark sensation. I'm like sense. turned on. Yeah. I'm literally turned on by the chocolate. Let's just put that okay. inside. You can 
<laughs> Maybe. So. Yeah, okay. Back to you. Back to me. Back to you. So, Aaron Moon, tell us a little bit about what you do for men. So, we were chatting earlier. Aaron brought over like delicious, oh my God, delicious little yummies from Choice Juicery. Like everything there is so good. Mm. So, we were chatting, eating, and he was sharing just the amazing offerings he has and what he does with men and so I want you to just share what you feel yeah thank yeah. you so much um, oh my god I'm so excited yeah I really love this conversation already um as we've begun before I didn't plan on being a men's coach but it was one of those natural avenues of my design you know I uh I was one of those kids who the neighborhood would come over and tell me about their stuff. Mm. You know, and I yeah. was kind of resistant for that. Like, why are you telling me what you are? You mm. are going deep, and I'm just here, you know, shooting hoops in the front yard. Um, <laughs> but they would find me at or at school on the playground, mm. and have these experiences with me, and and really open up. Um, and obviously you know there's an we were speaking before i mean my per, my mission now is more driven to protect uh the feminine protect mm. women and so every i say that every man who works with me or who graduates my program is another woman safe in this world so yeah so that's that's my <laughs> that's my mission really because uh. Obviously, if you haven't noticed, it's really stressful out there, and a lot of people are being harmed, mm, uh, yes. and a lot of people are misunderstanding uh, themselves and their roles, mm. and a lot of people are misusing sexuality and many, many things about the human life. There's a lot of misunderstandings, and one of these misunderstandings is how to be with the feminine, mm. and how I work with men really is, there's... Uh, there's an obvious need from women in the world who I've interviewed and researched over the years that there are not as many men to meet the demand of the, I would say, discerning woman in the world mm. who are gathering in much larger numbers and more frequently than most men. Mm. Uh, and that's what I found in my experience in my research and working with guys. So... It's my mission to help train up these men, get them to the level where they can experience the feminine within them own selves first and foremost. Mm. That's kind of how the essence of Tantra would work uh, if you were doing it more traditionally. Mm. Uh, so I train men to really repair their crappy dating life and stop the swiping and swiping and the swiping and this breakup cycles. Mm. Uh, attracting the wrong people, attracting the woman who's not compatible again and again mm. and again and again uh, to meet their well-matched woman, a really perfectly matched woman. I teach them how to do that through yeah. deep inner work, right? The deep inner work that um, more more women are doing again and again and again over and over, uh, teaching them their own tools how to do that you know, with, with themselves and then match find the perfect match i call it five element matching it's this it's really a long lost art a teaching that you would have known by the time you were 15 16 17 18 something around that yeah. you know in the clan the tribe of 50 now we're in a world of you know 5000 swipe left and right and just kind mm -hmm. of stumbling around and 
uh, maybe not having that deep connection, deep love that, that, that we need and not attracting the right partner. And of course, on the tail end of that is the tantric secrets that mm. really I think every man could really use. And certainly every woman who has a male partner would definitely love their partners to have for certain. Mm. So that's, that's how I help men. That's, that's how I keep women safe in the world. And that's my current mission. Thank you. I, I, I love you. Like I just, <laughs> as a woman, like who loves men and women equally, like hearing that just, I'm, there's just so many emotions that are like running through my body. Um, and I feel like that needs to be heard by everyone. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. I wanted to oh, ask welcome. what, um, what do you consider like a a woman who is a good match like for a man who goes through your program like what are her Oh, I love this. So yeah. so nobody even knows that you can I can tell if you're a match for me on the physical level, okay? Mm-hmm. That's one level, one element, the earth element, let's say. Yeah. Um by looking at your facial features, by looking at your eyelids, the mm-hmm. shape of your eyes, the shape of your nose, the lines on your face around your mouth, the shape of your lips, mm-hmm. the way your chin and cheeks are, I can tell if you're a match for me anatomically. Mm-hmm. And so just that alone, if, if a woman's, if you, you can, if a man can attenuate that visual desire, and normally we're scanning like tits, ass, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep, and I keep okay, yeah, and interested. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know that there would not be a long term match unless you have those basic other physiological matching tools to, to see, to view. And um these are real scientific principles that have been proven over centuries. Okay. Mm. Uh, and and so I teach men how to do that at the physical level, let alone how much they want to be touched and what the frequency of activity and what kind of activities they want to do with the partner. So that would be at the physical level. Okay. And then at the emotional level, I, you know, as a Scorpio, I kind of like a little bit of dark edginess. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good match for me. Yeah. Someone who can go deep and also have fun and be an adventurer mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of emotional swings, not too much, <laughs> right? Maybe <laughs> but let's let's experience the range yeah. of emotions. Mm-hmm. Some men won't really want that. That might not be compatible. So that's another mm-hmm. level of compatibility to understand. Okay. And then on and on and on through the energy of the woman and how their voice sounds and what, what that's like. Do you want kind of a, a Stevie Nicks, mm. uh, a husky kind of you know voice? Or, or do you want something sweet? And, uh, you know, like, <laughs> flowers, like sounds like flowers <laughs> laughing, right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so all of these things, including <laughs> ethical and spiritual, those mm-hmm. are the five elements that make a really well-matched woman. Okay. To a man who prefers that. Go okay. That thank you so much for sharing that. Going back to like the, the the very first one, the first pillar of like looking at someone's features. Um, I I heard a saying like a long time ago, and I don't know if it comes from that where, you essentially choose people that you kind of look like, mm. and because you see not only yourself in that person, but also you're attracted even more because they look similar to you. Is that along the lines or is that something else? That's really interesting. So 
those correlations tend to be true. Mm -hmm. And I love that you asked me that because I haven't really built up a bunch of data around the match levels of the facial features alone to, you know, how, how that's chosen per se. But I do think that that tends to be true. There's not, I can tell you that there is a, also a correlation between anatomy, you know, the private parts, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and the facial features as well. So, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a good sense of that, you're going to find somebody who's most likely compatible. But, you know, it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. You know, it's really fascinating because, like, where, I, where my thought process goes is, like, we have every human that comes to this planet has a different mission and some people are here to like fully just breed like to make babies yeah, I've seen that. um <laughs> and then you see those couples and you're like yeah. wow you are beautiful and your children are beautiful like love yeah. this for you yes. guys <laughs> yes. um and then there's couples that you see where you're like okay you're together for something else um like not necessarily breeding, right. but you have like a mission or you're building something or, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, so that's really interesting. Yeah. My, my teacher, um, Kravindra Rishi, Je- Jeffrey Armstrong would, um, would want someone to be more well matched. I think, um, there's, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to say something else about that, but, uh, my, my focus shifted really quickly just then. Mm. So I'll catch up to that in, in a moment. Okay. There's, there's really something I want to say about that. Yeah. Okay. What is it? <laughs> That's a great question. So we're talking about, you know, not everybody's mission is to make babies in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe in reincarnation or not, you know, I bet most of the people listening to this conversation have an understanding that energy and matter, like the matter changes, the energy doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so it seems actually pretty logical from that perspective that different energy would animate different forms, including the human form. You can't leave a form out of that equation. So um, by the time you've done a thousand of these trips, maybe you've completed that karma, that action Mm -hmm. for yourself. And maybe you need that in this lifetime to just be complete. Mm. Or maybe it is. You're, maybe you're built. Maybe you're designed to carry the seed of human beings. Yeah. And plant a garden and cultivate that. Mm. Uh, for sure. Different, different people, different purposes. Yeah. That's um, important to know also. Yeah. I myself am on a timeline where I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen, but there's a little small window of my decision-making that's out, and I've known this for some time. So I've got another year and a half or so of being open to the idea before that that window's closed. Yeah. Mm, That your share makes me think of um, this book I'm reading, The Women of Lumeria, Mm. and me reading this book, there's so much remembrance that is coming back because I've always felt very connected to Lemuria, not Atlantis. And when I read this book and the channelings on this book, mm -hmm, (laughs) I'm like, okay, that, that is me. Like I get this. Um, and how like a little, I'll share a little bit, like how Lemuria was formed, like the very first people, there are many different 
types of human prototype. Um, it's gonna get a little weird, but it, this is what we're Let's talking get about. Weird. Um, the the Pleiadians <laughs> would like mostly women Pleiadians. Um, they would come down to Earth and mate with men, mm. and then they would have the babies. And like this is how their DNA was transferred down to humans to help evolve human beings. And from there, there was um, 12 different types of humans that evolved, but then, like, the best ones survived. They kind of, I, yeah, don't want to get too off topic. Or like a hothouse tomato versus heirloom. Let's go with the tomato analogy. <laughs> um, but essentially, like, the DNA was um and I that's part of my work is I work within the DNA and I help alter DNA it's it's amazing um and so to take that like understanding and just know that within you you have everyone has such different DNA where people that are being born now like the the children that are being born now they are like from literally from another world and so they're bringing new dna to this planet to continue to help like revolutionize human bodies mm. like it's yes. crazy amazing um i can talk about that for like ever i see that but i like i gotta like stay grounded yeah i'm like but i'm so grounded um that's just a whole new like maybe i'll do another episode on that Purely, there was a, there was a but, 60, I just read something about a 60,000 year old jewelry piece mm. um, that was machined with, or it looks as if it was machined. It was a beautiful, ornate, sort of jade mm-hmm. bracelet that they're dating to a time when supposedly, you know, only these primitive morons were walking around with clubs and doing things, which is. I think a really gross misunderstanding considering there actually were many human species on the planet. Yeah. From a timeline that I don't think our the common consensus physics world would actually be able to comprehend from, from that perspective. Yeah, because there's no like physical data, but there are the energetics. Right. Um, yeah. Which is why it's so beautiful to merge both um, spirituality and science. Um, and have like a deeper understanding where where more of that can be implemented and the more we can grid that down with more people who listen and they get activated and start to remember like we can start to really come close to actually finding like deep artifacts that are still present from Lumerian timelines. Like, they're just in the ocean. Yeah, like this ancient forest like, that was found in a sinkhole, actually, on land. There's an ancient forest yeah. with ferns as tall as a human being and trees hundreds of feet tall in, like, a 700-foot, quote-unquote, sinkhole mm-hmm. in China. That's yeah. <laughs> super interesting, right? There's so right? much about this world that is unexplored in this mainline yeah. data set that's been pushed into us and onto us yeah. at so many levels in this whole industrial complex um, for quite some time now, a couple mm-hmm. generations, is I, I feel like that's one of the biggest... Someone could say that that's a threat, but I'm actually happy that that polarity has been assumed in our lifetime because yeah. it allows me to look at my options on the other end of the spectrum. Mm. And that's just 
the type of choice that, that I'm making because I don't want my world force fed to me by people yeah. that I don't really know mm. and who have a proven track record of doing things that aren't great for people and the world we live in. Mm. So I'm, I've been confused about that ever since I can remember remembering anything mm. and really look for ways um, to challenge that. Not just challenge the paradigm that I've been given, but actually mm-hmm. my own my own conclusions. Challenge my game challenges. Let's let's work around this. Let's come together and expand our worldview. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important things that we could do for our children and as parents and as partners is help expand each other's worldview and keep us from or help us move beyond whatever current paradigm we currently find ourselves in. Thought, word. Yeah. Indeed, and really refine, mm-hmm. um, refine those processes. I want to talk about how we both have this vision, um, and when I shared you my vision and how I knew that it was very similar was you used literally the same terminology. And Casey, if you're listening, you're my witness. <laughs> um, but it's creating like a school that's very similar to the X Men, but. Mm just more expanded and oh this is so good yeah let's yeah let's go down this like let's go there because that feels like a nice Mm. that just feels natural but um that's like if anyone's listening and you're an entrepreneur and you're very creative person um there are moments where i tend to feel like i'm not doing enough like yes i'm rewarded with my clients yes i have quote-unquote success However, I'm still like, okay, like I I would not be satisfied right now if I met the person that I'm supposed to like do life with and had a baby and like, that's it. I'm no, that's a no for me right now Mm. because there's something inside of me that's like untapped. There's something that I'm here to create that's bigger than me. That's a legacy that it's not only me involved, it's other people that are co-creating this vision because I know I'm not the only one who's sharing this vision. And so I want to talk about that because um, yes. I think it's really important, not Absolutely. only for children, but like relationships and families and our future. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's do it. Let's do it. So many ideas come to mind. This is kind of like the Indigenous Ways Academy um, that also, you know, back to the, the work that I'm really focused on to help men repair their dating life is directly related to this. And it's because, you know, the, the magnetic man or the man who really attracts, uh, at a, at a higher level, the deep inner work that we do liberates the trauma from our bodies, from our tissues, liberates those traumas, and allows new cellular structures to be built at the level that's in the nucleotide, the DNA, etc. Mm-hmm. So we're we're forming new transducers, signal transducers, let's say. But at, at a more practical level, you'll smell differently when mm-hmm. you do the trauma work, mm-hmm. right? You have different hormones and chemicals emitting from your body if you liberate the stress habit structures from your tissues. And these are physical habits. So you will smell differently. You will be now more repulsive to 
if I'm a man, I will be more repulsive. I won't be as attractive to the women who are super stressed out, haven't mm. dealt with their stuff, are really living in a world of chaos, are in a victim mode using victim language. No judgment there. That's the level of their whatever development they're at. And we all have traumas. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't matter whose trauma is what. It's just part of what we were born into and yeah. what we've begun. So doing the deep inner work, the shadow healing, the shadow practice, the inner child work, the parts work, uh, and the heritage inquiry, mm-hmm. heritage inquiry, masculine and feminine inquiry, all of these on a routine basis routinely extricates this vibe, the stink of fear and trauma from your whole physical vessel at a mm. physical level. And guess what, guys listening, like women are sensitive to that. Even if they don't know they're sensitive to that, they are sensitive to that. And I, I have this question on one of these uh, a free little guide that, that I built that can help someone change their, their attraction of dating life immediately when they do this. And that's, mm. you know, do you want to uh, attract that person, like a high drama girl, if mm-hmm. you will, or do you want to attract the gorgeous goddess creature who's alive and wants to worship you and encourage you and and you know speak the language of love mm-hmm. and thriving which one do which one do you really want to attract like okay well fun, cool if you want to go attract at a less developed level you can do that and you can continue going to bars and whatever it is that you're doing is not working mm-hmm. Or you can start doing this inner work, playing little games, like it, this, you spot it, you got it game. It's mm-hmm. a two things, spot it. What am I judging? I got it. Oh, I'll try that on. Where am, I judging? Where am I doing that in my own life? Okay, cool. Let's not do that. Instant change, instant chemical signature adaption to the new, to the new thought, the new frequency. I've totally done that, but I, it's not called spot it and got it. I'm just like, yeah. I'm doing the thing right now. I'm going to stop doing the thing because we're better than the thing. We're not doing the thing. So that's like kind of what I do. That's so awesome. Now yeah. this, back to the academy. Let's, yes. let's go back, to, let's the go back to the academy because these, <clears throat> you give children these tools at around like age seven mm-hmm. when the brain starts to form its own ideas and is out of that dream-like state. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they've taken on some things in the world and, you know, we haven't made the perfect world. I don't know if that, that is ever really going to exist, but giving boys and girls these tools to work with their parts, their, their mental, emotional parts, and to work with the unconscious, mm-hmm. to work with their subtle energy bodies, immediately you'll see them sort of attracting and repulsing each other. And it's like, okay, well, that person's meant for these types of tasks. And these. Mm. So developing this work at a really young age, I think is key. Uh, getting younger kids to be around more wise elders, of course, is, is very, very key. You know, separated by and large, grandma and grandpa from kids a lot. Mm. And um, so this whole thing, it takes a village. Well, the, getting more kids around the elders the grandmother is helping initiate the men. The grandfather is helping initiate the, the girls. Um, and this work done on a continued basis, and it doesn't even have to be work. It could just be fun practices and experiments too. It's another thing that, that uh, I'm helping to kind of create fun around. Mm-hmm. It starts creating superpowers. So your clairvoyance, like you're not just going crazy. You hear messages and they're, they're for creating more love and harmony in the world. Mm-hmm. That's 
Excellent. You can remote view. That'll start to bloom and blossom, become more clear. Clair clairvoyance, clairaudience, um, telepathy, all of these things, mm -hmm. these beautiful natural gifts of the human soul and human design, magic will awaken from within the person. You, you start controlling the weather or noticing certain things, animal speaking, right? This isn't just for Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. This magic is real on earth right now and it blooms out of us when we continue to do this work again and again and again and again and get out of these cycles of victimhood and trauma and negative self-talk mm -hmm. and and spit out some of the force-fed you know bs that's given to us and sit down shut up and raise your hand and embarrass yourself because you have to go to the poop paradigm <laughs> that we were all put in you know from a very early age that's the school system i'm referring to by the way <laughs> so um so this is, this is the work. This is what would be done in, in sort of my version of the academy where camaraderie mm. is fostered over competitiveness and uh, the indigenous ways are very much alive and mm. thriving and our natural gifts are encouraged and awakened from a very young age. Yeah. I com oh. completely agree. Loved my head was just like bobbing. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I loved how you shared, you know, more of like what I feel is like the masculine approach to that. And so my perspective, of course, is more of the feminine. Um, and my vision going into this, when I first got the vision, um, I started my practice with womb healing for women mm. and... I was like, this needs to like evolve, like because women, if they're giving birth, you know, and they're not addressing the trauma within their body, they're passing it down. So mm. we're just kind of cycling in loops. And I'm like, how can we as a society really look at that and be like, okay, so we know that this is a fact how can we better people through this process? How can we help and nurture our women so the children that are born, the men that grow up, and the women that grow up, they get to elevate not only within the DNA and the structure because trauma is released, but they get to then go on and create higher level beings. Mm -hmm. So um, I was looking at that as like having these beautiful like birthing caves almost with like a rose quartz completely covered room mm. um yes. with like everything that she needs from sound to sacred geometry to um a toner who you know tones different channels from the light and like so many different things right yes yes yeah so that for me is like a yes um, giving birth in that scenario would be super even more empowering. Um, and there's just so much natural magic that happens within mm. that process yes. where people start to remember more than just this physical world. Um, because a lot of us are here to be on this planet, but also anchor down information from other planets and resource that and then build and create here. Um, so that to me would be like the balance to your mm. your share um, because I just thought that was that. really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The birthing case. 
the birthing cave. <laughs> I think that's sexy. That's great. Yeah, with like animals and you know, you spring can, water right coming out of the ground. You could have a small cove with mm. dolphins yeah. and and um, children born in the water. Um, I mean, it's amazing. You can have sonar and and the dolphins are connecting and the whales are connecting to this child. Mm. And like, it's just beyond beyond the system now that we have, but. That's the bigger vision. Mm. Yeah. I just gotta eat some chocolate because that <laughs> blew my head up a little bit. Mm. Mm. You're gonna ground it back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if if you know if and uh, when that happens, it's like relationships and dating would be so different, right? Because mm-hmm. the children would naturally go outside to talk to the plants, the animals, the trees, the wind, the sun. Um, and receive information, mm-hmm. right? Like an everyday shaman. Like that's the, the term that's very popular right now. But essentially we are all in some form a shaman. We work with the earth, the air, the sun, the moon, the stars. Um, so it's any element that you prefer. Um, but relationships would be so much different, right? Absolutely. Oh my yeah. goodness. Especially having the wise elders there to, to witness that child's development and know their elemental makeup and their proclivities mm-hmm. and you know what they their tendencies are and how they explore and what they're gravitating yeah. towards. Ooh, this one really is beautiful with sound and mm-hmm. that's let's encourage that. Yeah. Oh, this one's this these two are really interacting with each other on a really beautiful level. Let's make sure that they stay in each other's orbit. Yeah. They balance each other out. Yeah. Um what I would want to like start to transition into is um, from the society and the the world we're in right now um, with men and where they're at, and I really strongly feel men are going through this essential like Me Too movement, and I and I knew this was going to happen right after women went through theirs in like two thousand nineteen. Um, but now men are kind of going through this awakening of, um, and processing of like, what does it mean to be a masculine man? Like, Mm. what is that? Like the whole time I've been on this planet, I've been taught, everyone's been taught like a masculine energy. And, um, so I'm curious, you know, from, from my perspective, I do work mostly with women, but also men and couples Women now understand, you know, they're mostly in their masculine um, and like reawakening the feminine who, and I love that you also use the word magnetize, can magnetize from her femininity because that's where her power is. When when a woman's in her masculine, she's completely out of her power because it's not natural for her to be like solely in her masculine magnetizing. Um, Mm. So for men, what can you share is that journey right now because yes. uh, I don't know what that is. So yeah. here's, if you're a guy listening to this, maybe you, whoever you are listening to this, maybe you don't know this. Yeah. For example, I am in a man's suit. I have FSH, it's a hormone, and I have LH, another hormone, in my brain right now and in my blood. Mm-hmm. Those hormones are 
almost exclusively, almost exclusively for follicle stimulation. Mm. That's not hair follicles. I'm talking about fallopian tube follicles to move the egg when it's time to ovulate down to where it needs to be. Mm. LH, another one, right? For all kinds of different things associated almost directly with the feminine process. And yet, the man has been given these hormones specifically relative to the woman's moon cycle. Why would that be? Well, it's because just like the, the Taiji 2, right, the yin-yang symbol has a little dot of the white and the black and a little black dot in the white fish, okay? When we realize that they're moving as one, I would like to express the profound shifts that can happen from that place because now as a man, you know you have a female signature inside of you. You have a feminine part couple little dots that I just mentioned, right? They make up the, make up the white dot in, in the black, or the black dot in the white. Tapping into these hormones through various means, through some of what I just mentioned, right? Taking a man on a journey of this deep inner work and, mm -hmm. and realizing their own feminine signatures helps a man to either not associate or associate with that appropriate feminine signature. Mm -hmm. And you want to know that one of the deepest secrets of Tantra is not, you don't start right away with partners and start breathing with women. No, you start breathing with yourself, activating your own pleasure principles first, getting to know your own arousal, what excites you. And you do these things for yourself, to yourself, with yourself, by yourself. First, it creates an immense sense of safety and it's just it starts to grow up and mature that childlike adolescent teenager like I gotta get this gotta get this gotta peg that gotta peg that gotta oh yeah everything around me geez I'm so turned on I got a big boner under my desk I can't even move it's it stops <laughs> doing that right so mm. we're not trying to penetrate our opinions and whatever else that is expressed in our now man bodies mm. or trying to get a siphon from a feminine because mm -hmm. now we now I have activated my own feminine principles within. I really know what that's like. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to create art in the bathrobe and smoke a cigarette or a cigar with the brandy naked and fucking music and dance while it's happening. <laughs> fucking go for it, right? In my own <laughs> wild creativeness. Um, but if you don't know whatever that is <laughs> for you as a man... You're, you probably shouldn't be messing around with that stuff in a woman. And if you're in a relationship already, well, then it's going to be great for both of you, for the guy to take some alone time, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And get to know what those feminine aspects of himself are so that he can really weave that with a woman, yeah. whether it's sexually or creative or just as a business partnership. Can you imagine every single relationship with mm. a female in your life will now change and be more safe and sacred and more magic will actually open up because it'd be more free flowing exchange of information and consciousness yeah that's the jam right there mm. and plus it means it's going to help you with your sex life immensely immensely wow. immensely immensely <laughs> yes. immensely yeah so that's more of like the third stage mm -hmm. journey uh, for men when you work with me i mean it happens around week 10 uh, seven to ten. It's a pretty quick introduction and initiation in it, but you know the time is right. We don't have any time to lose on this planet right mm -hmm. now. We need 
men to be learning these deep, sacred, secret practices that normally were for specific initiations for mm -hmm. men that had been with this lineage or that for dozens of years. Uh, but let's get it on. Let's activate. Let's magnetize. And let's create. Let's get it on. Yeah. And, you know, we're not harming people while we're doing it either. We're not blundering around through these processes, you know, making yeah. it a competitive sport. Mm -hmm. We're actually we're actually doing this in a way that creates more love, harmony, and safety for each other. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you is for men right now who are aware, more self-aware of themselves, because there are granted still a lot of people who are asleep, not woke is the term that's used these days, but yeah. for those men that are woke and they're aware, um, you are saying for them to embrace more of their feminine and nurture their feminine energy so that balances out their masculine? Without a doubt, yeah, 100%. Now, what does that mean? It means that if you are a man who's 25 to 40 and you haven't actually done any of this before, mm. you would take whatever habit you were doing, whether it was time at the gym or video games or time at the bar, and you would sacrifice 20 minutes of that time you would trade 20 minutes of whatever yeah. time that is for time with yourself nurturing and this i'm talking about physically touching mm -hmm. yourself uh is, is one way breathing with yourself in more relaxed ways that are also just gonna help you chill the fuck out mm -hmm. you know so these little practices you dedicate this little chunk of time um, morning and night for a short amount of time mm. and you will definitely have a change. You'll have a change from day one. You start doing this on your first day. You'll notice you can feel your legs again or, you know, you'll notice if you do have a partner, suddenly you're able to, you know, last longer and circulate that, that information, orgasmic energy mm. without collapsing into it. So 100%. Love get, that. get in touch with the feminine guys it mm. doesn't have to take all day but it's without a doubt one of the most important things one of what's missing for guys who have a crappy dating life and crappy relationships with women and just not really happy with mm. that part of their world for sure so i have a few questions that came up during that and the first one would be um men who are going through a huge abandonment wound with their mother um, maybe they're adopted mm. or their mother died when they're really young, but there's this mm -hmm. wound there. Um, I've come across a lot of men who have been in that category. Um, what would you say to someone who is currently moving through that trauma right now? Mm. First of all, I would say that I completely understand and feel you. Um, I, most of us have some type of mother wound, period. We're either taken away suddenly, um, not offered breast milk because the mom has been convinced that some type of synthetic formula is somehow better, um, or taken away and circumcised, right, without our mm. consent. So having yeah. our bodies mutilated, any one of those, all of those, and any of the number of separations or distortions from the mother when we're young can really do some stuff. Yeah. 
the, I can tell you what happened to me and what I've shared with guys over the years that has really actually helped a lot. Um, and that is this, the heritage inquiry, looking at, you know, maybe you had an aunt, maybe your mom's sister died in a car wreck and you had no idea about it until you sit down and have an honest talk. And if your mother's not available, there are ways to access her, I guess, quote unquote, offline, um, outside of the physical, or you can contact family members, uh, interview. For men, I typically have them start with the guys in their family, interviewing what it was like to be with mom, but you definitely get in touch with the feminine line. So mm. interviewing uncles that were alive, or if you don't associate with your father, your father's no longer around the physical, you can interview men who were a father figure to you. Mm. And mapping where these traumas came from through the mother, for me, really helps with the forgiveness process uh, for myself and the mom and realize that it's a, a human story. Again, everybody's trauma is, is relative, but trauma is trauma. Mm. It's yeah. hurtful. It's painful. And it lasts generations. Yeah. Um, so doing these basic interviews I, is, is the tip of the iceberg, but really helps change, gets, prepares the body to release these traumas from the tissues to the other deep inner work, that five element investigation mm -hmm. and the, the deeper tantric breath methods. Mm. Uh, and there's some more stuff in there too. There's physical touch that we can give ourselves like we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, this stuff can be pretty edgy. And of course, there's no substitute for uh, breath. Some, some men like myself um, will intend on bringing this healing into a plant medicine ceremony, which has been extremely useful to me. Mm. I think it depends upon the level of the man and how acute the trauma is and, and well, how ready they are to really uh, shift it, mm. move, move away from that trauma or quote unquote alchemize that mm. trauma into something that's useful and yeah. creative rather than destructive. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot lot in there, but there's a lot you can do. There is. Thank you for sharing right. that. Um, I also wanted to ask <laughs> the mm -hmm. being right here. <laughs> I wanted to ask um, for, for a man who, or a woman, um, who has the tendency to want a person they can't have mm. or they're more turned on or attracted when they break up with that person and now they want them more than they did when they were in the relationship with them. Mm -hmm. I've experienced this. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, what do you want to know about that? What? I want to know from, from your perspective, from a man's perspective, like, how if someone is going through that process anyone who's listening um mm. what advice would you give them or yes. what tools or, or what do you have to share around that topic? yes i've got two big things the first of all is something that i've is i think everybody really knows this but doesn't really speak to it and that's the man's need for secrecy and the next one would be a man's need for control secrecy is 
if I get too close to you as a person, mm. and now suddenly you know my deepest, darkest inner workings, that means you could fucking kill me. And that's scary to me. I resent myself for sharing that. I, I'm silently mm. resenting you for now having that information. And now I'm, I'm watching my back around you. It doesn't matter how long I've been with you. Uh, you know, and if, this, if you're doing deep inner work with your partner, these things come up and it's, and it's suddenly, oh shit, I'm at a disadvantage. I better, I either retreat or kill this thing, right? And I mean, really at a basic level, right? Basically yeah. man level. That's yeah. what's really going on. Okay. So the secrecy, you know, your man has secrets. Cool. Let, let him have a, some secrets. Obviously, you have your relationship agreements in place and those are and negotiable. And yeah. yeah, non-negotiable, right? Um, but, you know, opening up and, and maybe some things just don't really need to be shared because it's dealt with and mm -hmm. you know there's circumstantial stuff going on there but secrecy is one thing need for secrecy uh clandestine you know 007 style stuff mm. really exists in a man's psyche the next thing is that need for control what one of the most painful aspects of relationship for me is when i'm going through some difficulty mm -hmm. and then I bring that into my relationship like my mm -hmm. partner the person who is my love interest or I'm dating or with is now in that process with me mm -hmm. that to me is one of the most deepest painful aspects of relating because I don't want to do that to my partner really with so much my partner mm -hmm. I want to be in charge of and in control of my process mm -hmm. so that when I'm with my person there's that process is already complete and we can just be with each other we can create with each other there's mm -hmm. something right we can be with each other authentically yeah. without the need to process but obviously it just doesn't work that way but that desire for control can also create that push-pull. And it has in my own life where, where I've been through relationships where I became addicted to actually processing in mm. the relationship, which obviously is no good. Yeah. But you can't have zero. There's going to be some stuff that comes up. And my challenge is other men's challenges where they... Do, we, do I want to bring this process into the relationship? How much of it? What's good? What's good mm -hmm. for the relationship? And now suddenly maybe I brought it in and I wasn't complete with my process or haven't chunked it down enough on my own and suddenly, you know, my partner and I are spinning, spinning yeah. around. I want to get the fuck out of there. But that wasn't the whole story. Wait, no, I, 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 I love you. <laughs> and that was just a thing. And I'm not sure what happened there, but I know we're still attracted and I still want you and the, like sex and the, all these other things all these other aspects are so great mm. and shit did I just ruin the relationship mm. I think I just ruined the relationship well fine then I will <coughs> ruin the relationship and move on you know whatever it is that, that I can control I'm, I, I want to control mm -hmm. okay yeah thank you so much for sharing that I feel that would be really helpful to anyone who's listening even for the woman who's in a relationship and she can relate. Mm. Um, it's just wanting to understand a man's perspective um, really can help soften 
any like emotional guardedness or trigger or um, fantasy that we tend to create. Mm. Make up stories of like why this person's acting this way. Um, There's one thing about that also, which is, you know, if, if we're together and you're going through a hard time, I'm still learning my gauge around how much I want to be involved or how mm. much I do just want to be meet and hold like hold like create the space for you to express. I don't I don't enjoy really saying hold space so much because I'm not here to hold your stuff mm. necessarily for you. You're yeah. a grown ass woman and you you got this. Yeah. And I'm, I want to experience you fully. So that can also create a struggle where I, I'm, I'm doubting now, can I actually be with this woman? She's going mm. to, am I, and am I actually doing anything? Is this mm. worthwhile? And then it's not like, maybe I should just get out of here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That was like very, very helpful. Mm. I feel it was deep wisdom there just coming out. <laughs> coming out. I can't believe we're like almost at time. So the last thing I want to ask you, it's like the most important is what can women do for men right now how can we support our men right now that we love so dearly like how can we show up for for you yeah i'll tell you what i love is encouragement okay that's what i love and i think a lot of us are missing that Mm. from the time we were children is encouragement towards what we're naturally gifted in that's huge to me like talk to me don't tell me i don't really want to hear that you love me so much (laughs) Like, I know, I know that you love me a lot because, you know, you open yourself up to me and you come up behind me and you massage me and you kiss me and you're touching me. And like, that's, for me, that's great. Uh, but I do, uh, I, I think I want to hear more of why you're, what you want to see me achieve and mm how much you trust my direction, I think is a really a timeless thing. Maybe that's been said before, uh, but that's huge because the more you support my decision-making and direction, the more my solar plexus is open, my belly's relaxed, you know, my <coughs> balls are relaxed, my legs are relaxed. That's the sound of the crystal gavel being <laughs> tapped on the table. Um, the more I relax and become stabilized, mm. really. So if I'm going through rocky stuff, you know, and like maybe I, maybe I just need to complain and vet myself or whatever it is, mm. it's just like rub on me until, you know, tell me, you know, I got this. That's fucking great. Okay. And I think that's going to be very helpful. What are some examples to help you um, when you're making your decisions when you were pointing to your solar plexus to mm. help keep that open. Like, what are some examples? Oh, wow. So I'm currently, I'll just share with the, yeah. with the, with whoever's listening, you know, I'm currently challenged with my decision-making. It's something that I've struggled with my whole life. Mm. It's being super confident in my decision. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this. And for me, when I am most confident in my decision-making process, mm-hmm. I have a safe space to come to every single day. My little private dojo. Mm-hmm. And I can... I mean, that's, I, I love martial arts. I love holding a sword. 
and doing some meditations with that. And I love, love, love breathing practices, breath work, pranayama. Uh, Kundalini yoga helps some people, some people that scrambles the signal, but just deep breathing helps so much. It expands the abdominal aorta free flow of blood going into the brain and mm. that helps me up so much when I just create a safe space for myself to breathe deep and pop my mind out of the equation I can feel my body and mm. my the source of my own intelligence that is key for for me I will I really want that for every man right now it's really great just for you know, moving trauma out too. Gentle, mm. deep breath work. If you practice Wim Hof, that's one way to do it. If you know the Bastrika, there's again some of these other breath methods, the tantric breath methods that I teach uh, towards the end of my program. That guys mm. is to really transform the nervous system and the whole body. It's so good, so amazing. So that that helps me a lot. The creating a safe space. Mm. Uh, and some specific breathing for whatever it is you're trying to make a decision around. Yeah. Mm, mm. So good. Those are the keys. I couldn't agree more. We need to breathe mm. more, but like deeply breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we're getting close to time and I want to leave some space for you to just share on how can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Mm. Um, any breathing sites or audio clips that you recommend yeah um anything okay great yeah well i don't know if you do show notes you probably do some show notes on your wherever you share this so uh i'll put my links in the show notes uh you can get guys and women you get the free guide it really can help anybody it was specifically written for men 25 to 40 who are really just frustrated with not having the right partner in daily mm. life. So that would be uh, one avenue. You can find me on social media. I just did a, a year-long, well, six-month Instagram fast and over a year-long uh, all other social medias uh, fast and, and cleanse. So that's been really wonderful. I'm now just re-engaging in that. So you can find me at Aaron Moon and the letter C. That's, that's me on the Insta. Aaron on Facebook please reach out and and leave a message and I'll put the other links uh, and that free guide in the show notes perfect oh thank you yeah thank you this was so Mm. enriching and I feel like we covered so many topics and (laughs) there was a lot going on yeah there was a lot happening (laughs) Um, there was crystals um... you're gonna want to replay this again and again (laughs) repetition and really get in your head if you find something useful go back make a show note listen to it again yes Uh, download the guide for sure and stay connected to this one this has been amazing this has been amazing thank you so much I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Till next time. Hey, sexy goddess. I want to invite you to one of my most valued containers for group training. Sun Tribe High Priestess Training is for visionary leaders. This is a high-level mentorship program that is designed for the visionary woman 
to heal her traumas and self-worth through spiritual practices, embodiment, subconscious, and psychotherapeutic work. A three-month deep immersion of self in community. Be prepared to walk away from this container a completely new human. This is a sacred space to heal, empower, and elevate to your highest potential. Applications are now open, so go ahead and visit my link, my website, wombreiki.com slash high priestess training. This is a container that is specifically designed for the visionary leader that you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode your energy is such a delightful addition to the frequency that is of this podcast i'd love to connect with you more deeper and invite you to visit my website wombreiki.com w-o-m-b-r-e-i-k-i.com and you can book coaching sessions with me there you can sign up for my upcoming retreat in costa rica and also any of my certifications and training programs and i'd love to connect with you on instagram as well my handle is venus celia raw v-e-n-u-s-c-e-l-i-a-r-a 